New York Times writer begs Biden not to run for re-election. In a surprising turn of events, New York Times colonist Brent uh, Stephens, or Stevens has encouraged Biden to step down after his first term and not run for re-election. Now, before we get into this, drop a video, like, share, subscribe, whatever. Click all the engagement buttons, completely free to do so. Now, this is all, this is really, I mean, eh, at, least, at least some of these people are realizing that they're going to have an extremely tough time trying to win 2024. Extremely tough, considering the fact, many facts of just, Everything going wrong <laughs> with the Biden administration, everything going wrong with this country due to the actions of the Biden administration. Uh, on top of that, he's, he's not likable. Kamala Harris, not likable. None of them are likable. They're not even, they can't even, he didn't even campaign last election. We, we knew this. We knew this. They, they had to have known this as well before, you know, for the 2020 election, but they still voted for him and they'll still vote for him in 2024. I make no doubt about it. And I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder. Um, someone tweeted out, remember this is a Times, this is the Times saying this. Quote, alarmingly incoherent. New York Times colonist begs by not to run in 2024, citing age, uneven, uh, cognitive state. Okay. The article was headlined, Biden should not run again, and he should uh, stay, and sh he should say he won't. He referenced the president was alarmingly incoherent in question whether or not it would be good for America if he had another term. If it would be good for America if he had another term. I think that they're more concerned about the fact that it would be harder for a Democrat to win if he's running. Uh, it is a good idea for Joe Biden to run re-election in 2024. And if he runs again and wins, would it be good for the, uh, the United States to have a president who is 86? The age of Biden would be at the end of the second term, he wrote. Honestly, I don't even think his age matters at this point because he's clearly not the one making decisions. He's, he's just there to sign pieces of paper for the deep state at this point, for the Democrats at this point. He, he's, he serves no other function but to just be a person to sign the papers. Uh, the clear answer is no. The president at this time struggles to form full English sentences. He often falls asleep during major international events and sometimes even forgets what state he is currently in. A New York Times colonist citing President Biden's age and rankings today called him to uh, called for him to assure to assure us that he won't seek a second term. I don't know which is more demoralizing uh, that we have NBC to thank for Trump's presidency or the New York Times seem to just miss miss him like a, like a dumb sweetheart. OK, uh, we can only assume that within the next seven years, Biden's mental state will continue to decline and become increasingly worse as the years go on. Seven noted. That in the past, it was considered fair game to question Ronald Reagan's mental state due to his age. Reagan was only in his 70s, making him younger than Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Mitch McConnell, and Anthony Fauci. He noted that for some reason, it is now seen as disrespectful to bring up a current, uh, a current president's age. Now, here's the thing. I think, I think age is very important. Uh, I, think, I think every factor into the, the person is very important when picking who you're going to choose to to lead this country. And it's clearly, it's been expressed how important that is, considering the, you know, the disaster we're facing today. Obviously, extremely important. But I hope he runs. I seriously hope he runs. It seems like it will be an easy win for Trump at that point. Okay, unless they got COVID 6.0, it would probably be 10.0 at that point. 
But it seems like every variant of COVID that comes out uh, is less and less. Um, who knows? They'll try to figure something out to get the mail-in ballots. But without the mail-in ballots, I'm telling you guys right now, without the mail-in ballots, we're talking about a 5% to a 10% swing in votes. That's minusing you know, all the uneducated people voting and minusing voter fraud. Look what happened in Virginia. We saw it was a 10% swing. Same exact thing in New Jersey, a 5 to 10% swing. We might have lost New Jersey, but the, I, I, I consider that a win considering how big of a swing that is. So now take all these swing states. And I don't even know if this is going to be constant across the whole country. But also, you also got to think governor races is lower turnout. Lower the turnout, better for conservatives because we're the ones that actually care about who we're voting for collectively. And we're the ones that will actually go out to more and more elections in the left. You know, that's why the Democrats needed the mail-in mail -in ballots. They needed to literally shove it in people's face and say, hey, can you just check Biden off on this paper? That's the only way they were able to get them to vote. Okay, if they're not going to have that anymore and that tool for, you know, any type of other things that they're going to do, and they can't do this, we're talking about a 10% swing in our direction, 5 to 10% swing. So now just consider that with all the swing states. Consider that with all the states that were even kind of close. And I think we're going to have a really good time in the midterms, and I think we're going to have an even better time in 2024. But let me know what you think. Please drop a like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. If you can listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show on all the podcast apps, go there right now and subscribe. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Peace out.